This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly, your source for college hockey in the desert southwest. Part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com. All right. Welcome in, hockey fans in the desert southwest, around the United States, around the world. We've been to China and back. We've uh, been on Long Island. We've been uh, in Scottsdale, Arizona. We've been to Vegas. We've been just about everywhere. But Paul Hornstein, welcome into another edition of College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Uh, thank you very much, Scott. It's uh, always fun to be here. Uh, I look forward to these conversations every week. Sometimes I'm a little bit more um, alert than I am at other times. But uh, you know. yeah, but all we have to do is start talking Sun Devil hockey, and you're 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 bringing it. So that, that I get usually up this, is the case. I, well, when I get up this morning, I go. I'm going to put on a maroon shirt. I'm going like. Yeah, I'll just wear maroon. And uh, I look over at you and I see gold. Any significance to what happened yesterday and what the announcement was from the Arizona State Sun Devils? Something happened yesterday? <laughs> what? Did I miss something? Yeah. Really big news. Riley Stewart committed. Oh, good for him. <laughs> good for him. It, uh, that, that was a okay. long time. Oh, you didn't want to talk about that yet? You was going to save that? Oh, okay. Now, we're going to save that for a minute. But uh, something else happened. Uh, a guy named Austin Matthews came out uh, donning some gold ASU uniform yesterday in a video that ASU put out, which was pretty cool. They did a nice job with it. Uh, introduced a fourth jersey to make the combination of something like 1,655,021 uh, uniform combinations. That's why we leave the math to you, because I never would have figured that out. <laughs> That was totally sarcastic, but there's a lot of was combinations. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. I, I can't even. I, so, I, I seriously I think, think there's at least four digits worth of combinations coming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And the uh, the beauty of it is they're uh, an Adidas school, so Adidas just keeps pumping them out. They don't really care. It's like, just keep putting them out. The one thing I will say, if I can give a little bit of criticism, and I always risk it when I say criticism, but you know what? When you make a big announcement like this, those things look like hotcake. I would have had 10,000 of those things ready to go on sale this morning because everybody's going to want one, right? And you got to capture the moment when people want to put them on. You know, it's great that your hockey team has them, but you make money off of your fans and you generate interest off of your fans. So let's get some jerseys out there, Adidas. Let's get them out in shops and online and let people start buying these things. Yeah, well, when they are become available, I'm sure that... Uh... Uh, people will be buying them. And first of all, it, this thing broke the internet last night. It, oh, it, it, cool. it, 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 it's, it is insane. Um, just within like two or three hours, this thing had like 125,000 views of in various wow. places or, and let me tell, let me tell you what else this did. It also set a great big bullseye on the back of that jersey because if you don't think every other NCAA team in the country wants to take them down now, um, they do because yeah. because well, of course. They're, they're the talk of NCAA hockey right now. And it's going to be on the backs of those players to carry this uh, mantra going forward because they're, uh, they're going to have a target, no doubt about it. Well, I... I I hope they. I hope they want that. I hope they do too. I think they I do hope, actually. I, I I think they like, uh, or at least the team 
as was constituted last year, kind of likes being a target a little bit. Um, you know, obviously we haven't seen the team play this year that much. Um, you know, only gotten bits and pieces from what they did over in China. But uh, um, there are definitely players on this team that embrace the spotlight and uh, are saying, we'll be saying, bring it on. And, yeah. you know, and hopefully uh, the the guys that have come in this year will, Excuse me. will uh, take on that attitude as well. And, you know, I know it was the talk of the little group that I was in yesterday uh, as I was at the baseball game. And, uh, <laughs> and Not on Long Island either, but in New York, correct? Yeah, well, what I call <laughs> not Shea Stadium is in Queens, oh, okay. so. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, Just testing you, you New Yorker, you. <laughs> yeah, and, um, you know, I had some – we're meeting some friends that my buddy from California was in with his son to take him to college. So we, uh, he had a chance to get us some tickets and we went to the game. And I know somebody was at this game besides me. Okay. Uh, connected somehow to the university, because if you, you know, those shirts that they wore at the, uh, reveal of the NCAA bracket. Yes. Yeah. The, the black ones with the yellow stripes down the side and the pitch. Yep. Somebody was at, at, at the Mets Indians games wearing one of those shirts last night. Uh, okay. So, and, and I know they don't sell those. So, right. <laughs> um, uh, but I was wearing my ASU hockey t-shirt and I must've had at least a half a dozen people stopping me. And saying, what? what do you think of those new jerseys? What do you think of this? What do you think of that? Um, so you know that if I'm getting that from random people at a Mets game 2,500 miles away, you know that that thing had an impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, sure. There well, anytime stories. you put Austin Matthews in your video, <laughs> that never hurts, right? <laughs> no, no, listen, brilliant. Brilliant. However that came together, uh, however it ended up being decided that that was going to get done, um, brilliant. Uh, when you watch the video, you're kind of, you see the blue backpack and you're like, you're not really paying attention to it. And then all right. of a sudden, by the time that Matthews gets into the locker room and, and you see the three on the side and you're kind of like, you're like, holy crap, they got Austin Matthews to do this. Right. And you're just like, whoa. You know? Well, let, let me tell you a couple of things that I know about Austin Matthews. Had he not been the number one draft pick in the NHL, he would have gone to ASU. He, he has an affinity for ASU. He, he just outgrew them very quickly. And he was yeah. much better than the program was when they started an NCAA team. But he does have an affinity for the program. So to me, it was not a, a shock at all that he would do that. Um, I also got wind that he'd been skating there quite a bit all summer long, which doesn't surprise me either because a lot of NHL AHQ players do use Oceanside in the summertime along with the ice stand up in Scottsdale. So none of that really surprised me, but the video was very well done. And 
and it was really the the right way to kick off the first day of classes at Arizona State University for the 2019-2020 yeah. season. Yeah, and you know, if anybody doubts that affinity, um, you can find plenty of stories where he actually where he comes out and says it. I believe his sister is going there to play golf starting this year, so there's already a family connection to the university, and um, the head coach was quoted when they made the jump. Uh, he Matthews was the first person he called uh, out of respect, and I totally yeah. get it. He he yep. he he knew Austin wasn't gonna, but you know, just out of respect for the talent that he had and what he meant locally, you had to ask him. Yeah, for sure. So. Okay, so the excitement's out. We now have uh, white, maroon, black, and gold uh, in the uniform jersey combinations to go along with a bazillion different kinds of socks, gloves, helmets, um, breezers. I mean, you name it. So kudos to ASU. They're, uh, they're always going to look sharp. I don't think anybody will ever outdress them in, in NCAA hockey as long as they're an Adidas school. So congratulations on that part of it. Now let's start talking about some on-ice stuff or, or close to on-ice stuff. Is yeah. a really a really big get. Again, that was not a secret, at least not to me. I'd heard this for about two and a half years that Riley Stewart, the younger brother of defenseman Connor Stewart, committed uh, verbally to uh, go to ASU. On uh, Put it out on Instagram and Twitter yesterday. So I guess that's as official as you get right now at this I stage. Guess. But, Just, but yeah, let me uh, – let me, Right. Let me tell you some things and then jump into it. But let me tell you some things about Riley Stewart. I've been told by several people, not just one, not just five, probably a dozen, that have told me that this kid is going to be something fantastic. He is, he's bigger, he's stronger, he's skilled, he's got everything that you want. Speaking of Austin Matthews, I've been told by a couple of people that have watched Riley Stewart play that he might be the second best Arizona-born hockey player to ever ever don a, a jersey at the college level. My hope is and was that he would get to college and not advance on into the, the pro ranks, but he has got a lot of talent. He's got a lot of size, and he's got the experience now of watching his brother a couple of years before he even gets on the campus. So uh, let's just keep our fingers crossed for the Arizona State safe that he doesn't go pro before he gets to ASU, but um, what a great get. Um, it just speaks again to getting talent like that from your homegrown backyard. I mean, Coach Powers doesn't miss on anybody from uh, from Arizona. Well, it's just, um, you know, I don't know, because it usually takes a couple of days after somebody gives that verbal commitment for me to find out or figure out what year they're going to start. Because yeah. that's kind of uh, important to kind of have an idea of when uh, the player commits and how it's going to work out. Because as you and I have seen dozens of times just in these mm-hmm. last two years, that until the name is on the paper, it doesn't matter. But Well, uh, until, until the player is on the ice, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because and, even putting it on paper doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen. Oh, I kind of feel bad for for Riley Stewart. Um, the the day his announcement comes out, it got buried. It, it maybe it, got buried, but I also think he benefited from it because I think there was so much buzz about ASU hockey 
that when he came along, like I saw some tweets come out this early morning and last night that said, oh, the Austin Matthews effect has already taken hold. Uh, they've already, they've already got, we all knew that that was, you know, that was tongue in cheek, but, but they were saying that, that, that he already jumped on board because of the Matthews video. Now he, he was coming for a long time. It was just a matter of when uh, he made the decision. So look, look down the road. You got Riley Stewart coming down the road. You got Josh Doan coming down the road. You got Carson Breer, who's already in the program, but a red shirt coming down the road. You got a Niedermeyer kid coming down the road. I mean, you think this roster is good? Check back with me in two years and see what the roster looks like. Well, here's, like I said, uh, just this is a situation. And the only reason, like I said, the reason you feel bad is because usually when a kid announces that he's made a decision, and anybody that thinks that he decided because Austin Matthews made a video, okay, is is silly. Um because that decision doesn't get made at the snap of a finger, unless somebody's no. mind is already made up. Yeah. But no, I just usually what happens when these guys uh, announce that they're going to commit to a school, and I'm sure it's every school, not just ASU, they'll get six, seven, eight hours of their friends uh, saying, hey, good luck, congratulations, awesome. Riley's got buried in an avalanche of of, yeah. of Austin Matthews, and, and you know that's it is what it is. But uh, um, I even so we'll we'll see what happens. Um, I had heard from other people as well that Riley's a very good player. Uh, obviously, I like to see it from my own eyes before I make those decisions. Um, but I don't have that availability to me right now like you do or some other pl people do that obviously I talk to out there so for now I take their word for it but as the old expression goes trust but verify yeah exactly exactly okay so um other things happened within the program this week uh the mm -hmm. week started off after our show last week with uh um Chris Grando, is that the name? Chris Grando, yes. That made the that made the transfer from Boston College. Um, he's going to be a junior transfer, uh, so he'll he'll transfer in. He'll sit out this year. He'll go to classes. He will practice with the team all year, which I can't explain enough how much that's going to mean because he's a talented hockey player from a great historic program that now is going to enhance your practice time and he will then be eligible to play games next season, which only enhances. I mean, can you imagine? You're going to have a Chris Grando skating and working off season with Carson Briere. If yes. I don't talk about anybody else, that right there, that is invaluable experience. So this, this roster is getting more and more crowded. <laughs> I, I don't know how there's enough stalls in the locker room, yeah. but, you know, that's not my uh, – that's not my concern, um, but, you know, Grando played just about every game for two years at BC. Um, he uh, did more scoring in his freshman year, uh, scored six goals in his freshman year and had 18 points. Uh, the thing you like about the six goals that he scored is two of them were shorthanded, which means he gives yeah. you a... He gives you some some ability to kill penalties, and 
and I don't really like this stat, but they throw it on there anyway, uh, game-winning goals. I mean, if you win a game 8 nothing and you scored the first goal, you get it credited yeah. with the game-winning goal. Right. That's but not totally still, accurate, but... But uh, of the other four goals, or three of his six goals were, quote-unquote, game-winning goals. So maybe he's the kind of guy that rises to the moment. Um, as a coach said in the, the articles that we read, maybe just needed to change the scenery. Um, well, I'll, I'll say this. He's, he, yeah, <laughs> but he, he, he's getting that. Um, he played for Green Bay in the USHL. Uh, so going from Green Bay to Boston College. And I don't know if you've been there. I don't know if you've been to that campus. Yes, know, Boston I, have. I have. You know, you know, you go to Boston College and you're like, okay, this is central casting. This is straight out of, you know, you're, this is what, you know, if you've never been there, you expect a New England uh, college to be like with 95,000 trees yes. and, and old yes. buildings. And uh, with all due my respects to my buddy from uh, BU, uh, it's a different type of campus. Um, well, because BU, as you know, is in town as opposed to just outside yeah. of town. So it yeah. may, it's a different kind of campus. Um, not saying one's better than the other. Relax, Jim. Relax. Um, <laughs> just, they're just different. Um, so he's doing that. And, uh, Chris... I don't know how long after this goes out that you'll see this, but uh, I believe our boy, Mr. Grando, is the first Long Island-born player to be in the program. I believe you're probably right with that one. Good good call, being you're on Long Island. Um, <laughs> I want to get back to this stall thing, because when I did Hockey Talk this week, which will be up this morning... Um, I want to comment on something and tell you just how big hockey has grown in the desert Southwest as our five-year anniversary comes upon us September 1st at IcetimeHockeySW.com. When I started covering ASU NCAA and ACHA hockey, there was really an upheaval. I mean, Coach Powers had won an NCAA or an ACHA championship, right? So they were still pretty good off of that, but he had to take those players, all the good players anyway, and bring them onto the NCAA team to build right. that roster the first year. So the ACHA program was depleted. U of A had a new coach. They were starting from scratch. Uh, up at um, UNLV, they were rebirthing their entire program into uh, a solid ACHA D2 program. Grand Canyon University was playing in a men's league. <laughs> NAU were still doing what they do at, at ACHA D2 level, but pretty much everything was bare bones, as bare bones as you can get. I had uh, Arizona State uh, ACHA D coach, D1 coach, Kate Green on, on Hockey Talk, along with a couple of his players, right. and he showed me a roster, Paul. Listen to this. He had a roster of 120 players and was expecting as many as eight more before they started practice on Thursday this week to do a tryout camp of Thursday, Friday, Saturday. When he told me the numbers, I staggered a little bit because if you know, he can probably have 25, maybe 30 on a D1 team and 25 or 30. Let's just go with 30. 
if you take 60 of those players for your a your d1 and your d2 programs that means you've got to cut 60 players that felt strong enough to pay their fee to come out and try out you got to cut 60 players can you believe that growth over a five-year period well, I mean, I don't know what the numbers normally look like, but Not on I can't. I can't imagine <laughs> that that there are a lot of club teams getting 120 kids to come and try out for no. for the program. Well, at, at, any, at any school. No, but let me tell you this also. You said, "What are they going to do with, for stalls in the NCAA locker room?" I asked Coach Green. I said, "What are you going to do for stalls?" For your tryouts and how many tryouts you're gonna have to have. If you broke it into two groups, you'd have sixty kids in each group. You can't have sixty kids on the ice at the same time. There's not enough room on the ice. Not if you want to figure out what they can do. <laughs> no, they're gonna be running into each other if there's sixty out there. So you're probably gonna have to break it into four groups of thirty, which is still a lot of kids. Lot. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, he is so confident that. In his words, ASU, ACHA, D1 hockey is back. He talked to the guys about having a D3 team next year. And when they have a D3 team, they will have NCAA, D1, D2, and D3. They will be the only university in the country to have four college hockey programs, which is unheard of right here in the middle of the desert. But you were talking about the trickle-down effect earlier. That's exactly what that is. That's a trickle-down effect for people that want to come. And, and I had their goaltender, who's a sophomore, and I had one of their leading defensemen, who's a sophomore, on as guests also. And you could not have found two kids that were more proud to put on the maroon and gold than those two. So hats off to ASU and whatever they're doing. And I don't want to say it's just isolated to them. They're the best example. But, but ACHA hockey at the U of A, and I know that's a dirty word to you, but uh, their their program is is got more numbers, right? <laughs> I have, nobody could hear that on the podcast, but he's got yeah, no, his ears is, and eyes. But okay, no evil, and, and also, say no, speak no evil. Yeah. Uh, when I was up at UNLV last year or last week, they had a tryout camp on Monday, just a tryout camp that brought thirty players that weren't on their roster. So they probably had fifty to sixty kids total, which is a lot. Okay, and Grand Canyon is in about that same boat. So when hockey gets started here in two weeks for ACHA hockey, they're going to have more numbers and better talent than we could have ever imagined in the five years that, that we've been doing IcetimeHockeySW.com. Listen, this was said to me many, many, many years ago. Okay, A buddy of mine uh, played at Northern Michigan. Uh, you may have covered him. You may not have. Uh, his name is Phil DiGitano. Um, and he came. I know the name. He came to visit. I don't remember if I was there because he came a couple times. I don't remember if it was just my brother. But we're walking along, and he said if they ever put a program out here, it would go insane. And they are just some shovels away from this thing going off the charts. There you go again. Had to bring up shovels, didn't you? You just had to bring up shovels. Well, we're talking about exploding <laughs> programs, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. They're all connected. So. Okay. So more news. Like I said, this has been the craziest summer of hockey uh, in 
in Arizona that I think's ever happened with all the things going on with the new ownership for the Coyotes, the, all the things happening at ASU, winning an international tournament, um, exposing the world to another uh, another uniform combination with Austin Matthews leading the way in it. Um, I mean, I, if the Coyotes were ever to land Matthews either as a free agent or in a trade deal, this state would blow up. It oh, would absolutely gonna... blow up. So somebody, somebody on Twitter is going to hear that, and it's all they're already been talking about that for 24 hours, and it just they they talked about that for they talked about that since how the how the NHL rigged the draft to make sure they didn't get him. I mean, it's been on and on and on forever, but but I'm just telling you that if there was ever a state that could have used that for the growth of hockey, oh my God, if he ends up in a Coyotes jersey before he's 40 years old. He will be a hit without a doubt. But, okay, That's, I'm on my soapbox. I'm off yeah. the soapbox. Let's, uh, let's get on with what we're talking about here because I think you're going to fall asleep on me. You had a long night. At no, a game listen, like right once, the, once the lights go on, I'm in. Once the lights go on, I mean, I'm looking at some weird stuff on my screen because I don't know what I hit or moved because now I have um, – I don't know if it's coming out on the recording or not, but I've got you in the main part of the screen. Uh, I know that I know that I'm up in the corner, and well, there's another little Scott right down here in the bottom right of my monitor, and I don't know if that's showing up on your end or not, but it, it it's not. But let's let's stop right there and check. Look closely. Does one of them have horns and one of them have angel wings? No, because <laughs> no it could be the good wings. and the bad. <laughs> no angel wing on either one okay. of them. So. That we're, I think we're all good on my end, and that's the end that we're okay. going to use to do the, do the show okay. from. So I think we're all good on that. So lots of things happened um, player-wise. Lots of things happened uniform-wise. Um, they're getting really close right now to uh, with classes starting. They'll be on the ice, I think, September 1st is the official date when they get on the ice. Right. And that, that's, that's, that month is going to fly by. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? And, so we're going to um, be into... Mercyhurst, very quick. Yeah, yep, and and they better be into it too. Um, I don't see them not being, uh, but uh, but it's going to be important if you get off to an early start. We'll keep repeating this a few dozen times between now and then uh, because it's what we do. Um, I, I obviously having those five games in China will be. It would be more of an advantage if they got to continue playing right away. But obviously, right. take the break because um, of NCAA rules, and uh, we go from there. But uh, the season is getting tantalizingly close, and you know, if I could figure out if I could figure out a way to have the games exist and still be summertime, I'd be okay right. with that. Yeah, if you watch them at the beach on Long Island, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I can live with that. All right, so. One thing that's been a reoccurring theme everywhere I've gone this year, no matter what level it is, whether it's NHL or whether it's NCAA or ACHA, is that every team in our coverage area is talking about depth. Everybody wants more depth and thinks they have more depth. UNLV stressed it, and Coach Powers has stressed it, Kate Green, Chad Berman, Danny Roy, everywhere you go, even down into the women's, and when I talked to Lindsay Ellis, she was talking about the depth that she has now. And 
when you have depth, you not only create competition, which makes you better, but as you become better, you now are able to compete for championships. Is it likely that we could have an ACHA D1 champion from the Desert Southwest and an NCAA champion? Could that happen, Paul? I, and listen, it could. You know, the Mets won in 1969. They put a man on the moon. And they haven't uh, won since then? No, they won once. <laughs> they won once. Sorry, that was just a little Mets dig. I don't care. Listen, you, nobody takes more digs at them than I do. So, <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I see it when it's just that when I hear people talk about championships, I you have to get to that point uh, to to win the whole thing at any level takes more than uh, just talent it takes a lot of things have to fall into place now if you want to sit there and say to me the the odds are very good that you could have a whole bunch of conference winners or playoff teams i, I i'll talk about that but championships right. I, that that takes a lot of you know mookie wilson ground balls to first base and <laughs> Don't you go know. there. Don't go there. Listen, okay. listen. My Red Sox f- fan friends, they can get over it now. They won three World Series in the last 15 years. They can get over it already. Yeah, I, they still weren't going to beat him to the bag. He wasn't going to be out. Just get over it already. Right. <laughs> okay. We got our baseball reference in. Okay. So as we wind down this show, because we'll uh, we'll try to keep a little shorter until season starts, um, but we look at a couple of things that came into to mind. When I started IceTimeHockeySW.com, I did so to bring more exposure and, quote, unquote, grow the game in the desert southwest. That was very important to me. And one of the people that I, w- I reached out to first was Coach Powers. Little did I know at that time that he had the reach and the influence that he does have. But let me tell you, as I've traveled the desert southwest, there is not a program, men's, women's, children's, peewee, that, that he does not have some effect on, directly or indirectly, right? I mean, he has people moder- model their programs after what Coach Powers does. So it, it was really interesting to me to spend a week at UNLV and to hear everybody, the brain trust there in uh, Zcon, uh, Anthony Vigneri Greener, Nick Raboni, uh, those guys were all telling me the same thing. This year we have a team with higher character and more depth. When I went to U of A, even Chad Berman, who who says the rivalry intact, yes, but does he respect the work of Greg Powers? Absolutely. Does he lean on Greg Powers for advice? Absolutely. He thinks he has higher character oh, and listen, more depth. At least they know their place. Yeah, I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. And Danny Roy has done such a good job over at Grand Canyon that when I brought up the name Grand Canyon to Tate Green and asked him what he thought, he said, what school? What school are you talking yeah, about? There's another one here? There you go. So, there so, yeah. you go. That's what the, I'm talking about. The rivalry is intact all the way around the board. And, and you know, kudos to Greg Powers for being the guy to, to do that because it – if and when we get to multiple national champions, which is going to happen at some point in the desert Southwest, there's going to be one guy that's going to need a shrine outside that new arena where the shovels will go on the ground very soon. 
and that's going to be Coach Powers. He's uh, he's already done more than anybody could ever imagine for hockey in the desert southwest. Um, so you know what, it is what it is, but but I think we'd be very naive if we didn't realize just how far his reach goes. Hey, he's got a coaching tree just like Bill Parcells, just like uh, I think Woody Hayes had his coaching tree, and Bear Bryant had words. Very, you know, who, what, yeah. <laughs> Sticking up for those Red Sox fans, huh? <laughs> okay, so the big news of the week, the New Jersey comes out with Austin Matthews wearing it, debuting it on the Oceanside Ice. Uh, Chris Grando makes his announcement that he's transferring from BC to uh, ASU, and we won't see him on the ice officially in game situations for another year. Uh, Riley... Uh, Stewart makes his commitment. I already told you what I think of Riley. He's a great kid. He, Connor is a great kid. The family is a great family. It, it's fantastic to have them staying at home here in Arizona. And then, of course, what more can you say but just the number turnout with all the people that are coming out and wanting to see if, if Oceanside isn't packed to the brim every night for not only NCAA hockey but ACHA hockey, then people are really missing the boat in the desert southwest. Well, listen. Uh, I, I look forward. Uh, listen, I I, I want to see speechless. grow just like I left you speechless again. I was just trying to yeah. Well, just trying to find the right <laughs> words to say. Um, I want to see the game grow where you're sitting as much as you do. It's gonna happen. And you know whether we would be doing this or not, I would still feel the same way. So, you know, I felt that way. Uh, I was always spreading the gospel when I was a student. And in times that I've been there when I wasn't a student, uh, I'm always spreading the gospel of the game uh, because that's how much I love the game, just like you do. So, All right. Well, let me tell you a couple of things that uh, we'll round things up on. A couple of show promos coming up. Hockey Talk in the Desert Southwest this week will be online today. It's got uh, all ASU talk, which I'm sure warms your heart from the ACHA Always. level. Really good stuff. you got to watch that. I did a story last night for our uh, Sunday special this week with a guy named Will Flores, who uh, is from New York originally. You're not talking about can... the guy that's playing for the Diamondbacks, right? Will no, 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 no. Not, not Will. Oh, okay. I just want to make sure. Yeah, I no, this is make sure. Will Flores. Okay, and, and Will came from New York, from Cuban descent, talked about growing up playing hockey in the streets and, and things like that, moved to Arizona, is now uh, an ASU grad, an architect down here, but he's got sons that play goalie. He played goalie. His wife plays, uh, had played some women's hockey down here. And um, when I met Will for the first time, um, we talked about his love, and his love is painting goalie masks. Love that. He's done, over, Love he's done that. over 50 of them right now. So Love we that. sat down last night and talked how you do it, how you come up with the concept, why he started it. He's got two kids that are both playing in programs down here. I think a 17-year-old and a 13-year-old. Um, don't quote me on that one because I'm still putting everything together. But what a great story it was. Um, when I just put out a couple little tweets about Will last night, just little teasers on Instagram and Twitter, it started to blow up, and I'm going like, man, how popular is Will Flores? But he has made an impact everywhere, and my only uh, point of disappointment was that I didn't get to him sooner because what a great interview. It's going to be a Sunday special that you see Sunday night. 
um, it, it, it was just absolutely incredible. So um, hopefully that, uh, that everything goes smoothly in the, in the process of putting it onto, uh, onto the internet, but we're looking forward to that. Another shout out that uh, just something a little sneaky, we're playing around with a new website. So uh, we may have a new website design coming out soon to uh, go along with our five-year anniversary. So stay tuned to IcetimeHockeySW.com. Now the kickback to where you and I are, we really want to grow this brand called College Hockey Southwest Weekly. A lot of people have asked me what it is, why it's different. Here's why it's different. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is me and you and mm -hmm. our uh, photographer, Zach Bondurant. But we're doing primarily NCAA stuff on that that channel that right. you know and that will expand as well so if you want ncaa stuff and you just want ncaa over and over and over again especially from the desert southwest come over to college hockey southwest weekly at college hockey sw on uh, social media check out our stuff listen to the podcast you can get it anywhere you hear a podcast and uh join us in ncaa talk which i think is going to be the best season ever in ncaa hockey here in the desert well, it keeps getting better and better, and, you know, all you have to do is look at the fact that another Sun Devil was signed to play at the pro ranks. Don't want to forget Jake Clifford signing with the uh, Blues organization to play in Tulsa in the ECHL, and, you know. Let's not forget about Crow. Anthony Croston's up in well, Adirondack, right? Right. He's going up to Adirondack. We, we, we mentioned that, I believe, last week. Uh, but Jake signed, you know, between the last show and this show. So we want to make sure we give the shout out to Jake. And I know it doesn't sound like much when you got players uh, signing to what I guess would be the base, the hockey equivalent to double A baseball. But remember, this program didn't exist four years ago. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, so you've got some players playing over in Europe. You have guys signing to play minor league hockey here. Um, so, I mean, it takes time and, yeah. you know, that's, and there's somebody else playing pro hockey that we keep talking about, even though he's not here anymore. Uh, Joey Decord. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that guy, whatever happened. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's getting there. It's just going to take time. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, even the traditional powers, so to speak, uh, of the game, they didn't just show up one day and was like, oh, yeah, here we are. We're, we're the Blue Bloods. That doesn't happen overnight. So um takes time. Yep, absolutely. Well, we'll end it on this. We'll let uh, everybody know again that College Hockey uh, SW, SW is our Twitter handle on uh, Twitter. And that all of our stuff at uh, college ho or at uh, IcetimeHockeySW.com is accessible that way as well. Um, we're going back up to Vegas for a week. We're going to be nice. working uh, everything that's up there again because the, the pro game starts. And for those that don't follow, I will be doing the uh, coverage of the Golden Knights for our website. Uh, Seth Askelson will be doing the Coyotes coverage for us this year. So we're looking forward to all that. A lot of exciting stuff happening. Paul, until next week, get a little rest. Let's get those Mets a couple of wins. Hey guys, Enjoy the last three nights. On Long Island. <laughs> All right, Scott, we'll talk to you next week. All right, Paul. Pre-game like a pro, post-game like a champion at College Bar and Grill. 
Located across the street from the iconic A Mountain and Sun Devil Stadium and a quick walk from Wells Fargo Arena, College Bar and Grill is your home for the best local craft beer, delicious creative cocktails, tasty food, and Tempe's best atmosphere for Arizona State Athletics. College Bar and Grill, pregame like a pro, postgame like a champion. Online at ilovecollege.co. Hey, Michael here from M-Drive. My dad, a world-class scientist, actually made M-Drive for himself to stay active and continue enjoying life. And yes, M-Drive supports healthy testosterone, but it's so much more. M-Drive is the everyday supplement to fuel your drive with more energy and more strength. Listen, we'd love for you to try M-Drive too. Visit mdriveformen.com and we'll give you 20% off your first purchase. Just type in the code DRIVE at checkout. Refine your prime with M-Drive. 